Happy Wednesday, Secret Squad. I have an inspirational new episode of I've Got a Secret to finish out your week on a great note. Jamie Kern Lima is the co-founder of It Cosmetics, one of my favorite beauty brands. Now you are going to love her story. Jamie, who struggles with rosacea, founded It Cosmetics to fuse skincare and makeup. She started the business out of her living room and eventually sold it to L'Oreal for $1.2 billion. This deal led to It Cosmetics becoming L'Oreal's first female-run brand in their 108-year history. Jamie has appeared on Forbes' list of richest self-made women and is passionate about empowering female entrepreneurs. Her new book, Believe It, How to Go from Underestimated to Unstoppable, is an incredible look at her life and the lessons you can learn from her career and journey with self-confidence. She's the perfect guest for my series, The Secret to Turning Your Dreams into a Reality. Thank you for chatting with me and The Secret Squad, Jamie. Robin, I am so excited to be here. Thank you so much for having me. Oh my gosh. I'm so excited as well. And you are so welcome. This is just going to be such an exciting visit with you because You know, I'm just so honored to have you, and I admire you so much for everything that you have accomplished. Oh, thank you. Thank you so much. Well, we're all in this together, right? I'm so excited to just share with you and and your whole community, because I think all of us, right? You talk about secrets to our own dreams. I think I think we all have the same, you know, the same struggles and the same setbacks and the same hopes and the same inspiration. So I'm super excited just to share this this time with you and your whole community. Thank you. Thank you so much. You know, when you said secret that I have to say first that when I started this podcast and had to come up with a name for it, I just I just landed right on I've got a secret because uh it's kind of like when I was telling Philip and that listeners can't see right now, but I've said this before. I looked at Philip that evening and I went, I've got a name for the podcast. And he goes, oh, really? What is it? And I said, you have to be looking at me. And I put my hands up around my mouth, like almost like a, you know, a megaphone or something. And it was like, I've got a secret because it was, it was the <laughs> idea that women have so much to share. Like you just said, a community. And I wanted to share with other women and men, of course, but My goal is that we come together and we share what we know with other women in this world so that we can all be entrepreneurs, so that we can all have a successful life. It's that simple. I love that. I love that so much. It's, um, you know, Robin, why after like a decade actually of, of um, lit agents and people coming to me and I always said, no, 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 I don't want a ghostwriter to write the book. Like if I ever do one, I want to write it. But what you just said is literally part of why I wrote this. Because if you Google my story, you know, you just see, oh, Denny's waitress turns billion dollar entrepreneur. And I get so many DMs from women on Instagram saying like, oh, did you just get lucky? Or, you know, do you have connections? And I'm like, oh, gosh, I, I realize that if we just see the, the highlight reel on social media, then it's like in all, if we don't share the real stories behind the stories, like the secrets, as yes. you would say, it's like, then we feel alone in our own rejection or our own yes. setbacks or our own, you know, not enoughness. And so yes. I just feel like exactly what you said. I'm so excited. <laughs> exactly oh, yes. because It's like when we come together and really share that stuff, it's like, yes. that's when we know, oh, 
oh, she went through that too. Okay, I can get through that. Or how did she handle that? Or how did, you know, because at the end of the day, like my book is really about how, you know, my story, but, and all the lessons I've learned, but a girl who went from not believing in herself to to believing in herself and not trusting herself to trusting herself and kind of like doubting I'm enough to knowing I'm enough. And I just think it's the story of so many other people probably yes. listening to us right now. Um, so I'm really excited yes. to, I, yes. to be I, talking about all this stuff with you. That's it. That's exactly it. The entire time you were just out talking, I've just had complete body chills because, and when, for me, when that happens, it's because someone is saying something I can so relate to. I get chills. It's like, Oh, I know exactly what you mean. Yes, yeah. it's it's just so relatable. It's just so real. It's real life. So right now, my very first question I want to ask you is, are you wearing your lucky earrings? <laughs> oh, my goodness. I know, right? It, it's been a journey. And, you know, I went from so many years of rejection that when I finally was getting success and finally the company was getting traction after so many years, Robin, I started getting superstitions yeah. and I mean, I pray, I believe God can dream a bigger dream for us than we can for ourselves and all of those things. But for whatever reason, I turned into like, you know, you see baseball players when they're on a winning streak and they start like not showering or not shaving oh, yes. or wearing the same, I don't know what yep. I, I somehow, when we finally got traction on QVC, yep. I almost couldn't believe my own success for a while. Cause I had never had it. I'd never seen it. I started wearing the same earrings every single show. Love it. Same shoes, like adopting these superstitions that I don't know. They probably just made me uh, help me <laughs> process everything that was going on. I ended up wearing the same earrings and shoes for over a thousand live shows on QVC. Oh. Um, but it took three years of hearing no just to get a yes to get that one shot. <gasps> on QVC. So anyways, I, love I have it. the earrings. I have the earrings. I'm not wearing them. <laughs> it's <laughs> almost like you want to encase them in a beautiful <laughs> acrylic box and never wear them again. So that that's your lucky charm, because I do believe in that. I believe in tradition and, and I believe in good luck charm. So I totally get it. I totally get it. It's like, you know, <laughs> uh, not a hoarder, but I sure do like to keep things that are special and important to me throughout my life. Philip and I have been married soon. It'll be 45 years. We've raised two boys into, mm-hmm. to be grown men now. And and I still have things from when we were dating that are very special to me that that I believe have played a big part in, in the life we've created together. So I totally get that about the earrings. Yeah. You know, um, I, it's so funny you say that. I try to also put stuff around me that reminds me of, you know, I am... Um, after like working 100 hour weeks for 10 years building this company, which is a whole crazy journey, um, I met a, new, a newer friend of mine named Bob Goff. I don't know if you've ever met him, but yes. um, you know him, right? Yes. Okay, so he told he wears a Mickey Mouse watch. And when he first met me, he's like, so you need to learn to have a little more fun. And I'm like, you're right. And he sent me a Mickey Mouse watch in the mail and I wear oh. that all the time. And anyways, I believe in that, having things around us, right? That remind us yes. Um, yes. of special moments or, or of things that inspire us for sure. I love that. I love that. So how did your time as a journalist parlay into creating makeup? It's crazy because it's kind of this story that I wasn't expecting. It was a, it was a story where I thought I was in my dream job and, uh, and, um, you know, my whole life, uh, I don't know if you've, you've ever had this, um, 
similar experience my whole life, ever since I was a little girl, I would literally sit in my living room watching Oprah and I was like, oh, I want to share other people's stories for my career. That was, I knew from the time I was a little girl, that's what I'm going to do. And so when I was eventually now um, in my twenties and then thirties working as a, as a journalist, I thought I was in my dream job. I was, you know, I was anchoring the news, but I got to share other people's stories and that's just my whole passion. And then all of a sudden I went through this, this season that I thought was a big setback. Um, and what, what I mean by that is I started getting uh, the same condition called rosacea, which uh, uh, for anyone not familiar with it, it's, you know, for me, it would show up in the form of like bright red, bumpy cheeks that kind of felt like sandpaper. Um, and I started seeing dermatologists uh, and there was no cure. And what would happen, Robin, is I'd be anchoring the news and I would hear in my earpiece from my producer, uh, there's something on your face. There's something on your face. You need to wipe it off. You need to wipe it off. And I knew, and they were, they met so well. They were just trying to have my yes. back. And I knew, I knew, oh, there's nothing I can wipe off. Like it's the makeup breaking up under the hot HD light. Yes. And my redness is coming through. And so I went through this, what I thought was like a season of setback because I started struggling with self-doubt and thinking, okay, am I going to lose ratings? Are, am I going to get fired? Yes. Yes. Are viewers yes. going to change the chant? Like all the things. And and I started, you know, spending my makeup on all the, uh, spending my money on all the makeup products out there in the department stores and drugstores and pro makeup artist brands. And I couldn't find anything that worked. Um, and I had this moment, I don't know if this has ever happened to you, but I had this moment where I just had this feeling like, oh my gosh, if I could create a product that actually worked for me, I bet it'd help a lot of other people. Yes. Um, but I was sitting there in my dream job and I thought, okay, I don't know anyone in the beauty industry. I barely have any money and I don't have any connections, but I keep getting this feeling. And for me, like, you know, for some people it's the universe or for me, like how I hear God is that that gut feeling, that still Uh small voice inside. And I kept feeling like I'm supposed to do this. And, but what's so hard is because I thought I was in my dream job. It's like, I had this big moment where I decided to trust myself and go with it. And I realized like sometimes letting go of a dream is as important as knowing when to go after one. Oh, wow. Um, that's beautiful. And, and, and I've done a million things wrong in, in my journey. I talk about all those in the book too. But the, when I look back, it's like one of the things I did right was when I would get those, those strong feelings. Like I, I, I made a decision to trust myself in, in those <sighs> moments. And anyways, so then I, I quit my job as a TV news anchor on my honeymoon flight to South Africa, wrote the business plan for It Cosmetics with my husband. Um, and we got back, quit our jobs, and dove all in. Uh, and then, Robin, I didn't know anybody in your community listening right now who's an entrepreneur, maybe like you and I are, but maybe they'll, they'll relate to this, that I had no idea how hard it would be to be an entrepreneur. I didn't know it would be three years before... <laughs> Like I could pay myself or any retailers. It was the hardest um, season filled with hundreds of rejections. Uh, And I just think it's so important, you know, to share, to share all of them and share the stories behind the stories. Cause so many people go, Oh wow. I buy it cosmetics at Sephora now, you know, but they don't, but, and they, they see the outcome, but like, Oh, it was a a whole journey. Sephora said no for six years. Um, QVC said no for three years. Ulta, right? So it was years and years of rejection and then figuring out 
how do I believe in myself when it feels like either I'm wrong because <laughs> there's no proof of success around me. Yes. Uh, or, and, it, and it kind of feels like sometimes we feel alone, like we're the only one uh-huh. believing in ourselves. Uh-huh. And, and, and so it's really a story of, of how do you do that? Um, wow. when it feels like sometimes self-doubt and, uh-huh. and people around you don't, don't get it yet. Don't get your vision yet. Wow. So it's been you a journey. Know, it's, <laughs> you've said a few things just now that I totally relate to. It really does come down to you must believe in yourself and it's turning that dream into a reality. But what you said was something I live by and always have. I don't know when I started. I don't know if it was my mother that taught it to me. I don't know what life lesson it was that taught it to me, but I've always believed strongly in going with my gut. Whenever I go anywhere to speak on behalf of my foundation, when Georgia smiled, we focus on domestic violence and sexual assault. I always make sure that I, at some point in the speech, usually at the end, I always say, you know, when you feel in your gut that you're visiting with someone who might be a victim of domestic violence, go with your gut. Always ask that person, are you okay? Do you need help? And I feel like nine times out of 10, they'll say, no, I'm okay. I'm okay. But ask them a second time, are you really okay? Because I can help you if you're not, because I feel like then they might trust you and they might say, I'm not okay. I do need help. And I say that only because I'm that confident in my gut. I mean, just as you said, you were rejected by Sephora. You were rejected by QVC, but you hung in there. You trusted yourself and you stayed with it. And it scared you, didn't it? <laughs> You've had a yeah, lot of- it's scary and it's it's not easy to do. And and also I feel like for a lot of us too, it's a, at least for me, it's, it's a lifelong journey of getting better at it and better at it and kind of refining our intuition and you know, I look back at, at some of the mistakes I've made and, and a lot of times they come down to when I didn't listen to my gut, you know uh-huh. what I mean? Yes. When, when I kind of had an inkling and I just was like, Oh, you know, maybe the, the expert opinion's right. Or maybe, um, you know, and, and, you know, the story even of how, when we got our first shot on QVC, it really came down, um, to that, that decision of, do I listen to this gut feeling um, or, or do I listen to, in this case, what outside third party consultants were saying about how to, how to do a show. And, uh-huh. you know, we had, we had gotten three years of, of no's from QVC and we finally got this one shot, uh, to go live on television. Right. And, and QVC, um, for anyone listening, maybe who doesn't know it's, it's, uh, live and there's no script, no teleprompter, and it's uh, broadcast to hundred million homes and no live uh, audience in front of you. <laughs> To feed all right. Them. It's just like you and cameras <laughs> and you're with the host and, uh, and, 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 you know, we, at the time, Robin, were selling like two to three orders a day on our website, barely staying alive. And after three years of all the no's, we, we got a yes to get this one shot on live television. And what I would learn was that, uh, <laughs> that it was consignment, meaning that, we wouldn't necessarily be paid until the order sold and anything that didn't sell would be shipped back to us. And we had to pay to make it up front and we had no money. And, oh. uh, and so I also learned that even though we were just selling two to three orders a day for us to say yes to this one shot on live television with QVC, um, we had to sell over 6,000 units of our concealer in 10 minutes, uh, oh. to be able to hit the sales goal, uh, or not come back. And, you know, normally you should never, 
accept a purchase order. You can't afford to lose. And, but we were so desperate in the sense of like, I didn't know how we were going to stay alive anyways as a company. And we'd finally got this one shot. And so we uh, applied for SBA loans and yeah. uh, and uh, got one bank to say yes to cover the inventory cost. So we manufactured the product, shipped it out, and I knew this was all going to come down to this this ten minute window. So oh, wow. I flew out to QVC a week early, and I sat in a rental car in the parking lot, oh. um, all alone because I felt like the pressure was so much, and I was praying and crying and just trying to, uh, because it, uh, the biggest thing here is that the the third party consultants we'd hired are, are awesome. They help a lot yeah. of people sell their products on TV and in stores and, and, and they make a lot of people's dreams come true. And when they gave me advice, it was, you know, here's the types of models you need to use all in their early twenties with perfect skin. And I'm like, but that's not why I made this product. Like I have rosacea. So I want to take my makeup off and show how it actually really works, like prove it live. Yes. And, and I want to have, you know, women of all ages and shapes and sizes and skin tones and, and, and with and, real and, problems. And, yeah. Because <laughs> I was like, if I, you know, and they would, I mean, we would actually argue over it because they wanted us to win. Right. But they only knew what's, what's ever won in the past. And yes. I'm like, listen, I have, you know, if, if I'm sitting at home and I, I kept saying to them, if I'm sitting at home and I have hyperpigmentation or this or that, and I don't see somebody who looks like me, how do I know the product's going to work for me? And exactly. anyways, it was really tough, right? When, and listen, I've had the blessing of working with a lot of experts who have helped me so much, right? But sometimes we have experts or other people in our family or friends or whatever, and they're giving us advice and when we check in with our gut, we're like, yes. oh, my gut's telling me something different. And this is what was happening to me. So I had this moment where we got one shot on QVC and I'm there a week early sitting in this rental car going, okay, they're experts for a reason. They're telling me to, to put models in the chairs that are, you know, perfect skin, oh. but like, that's not why I created this product. And, and, and on top of it all, like if I'm going to have the blessing of any real woman turning that TV on and seeing me, even if it's for 10 seconds of her time, even if she buys nothing, I'd rather her look up on the TV and see me showing women who look like her and calling them beautiful and meaning it yes. uh, and, and remind her that she's beautiful and that yes. she matters, even if she buys nothing, right? I'd rather do that than like sell a ton of product and stand for nothing. Yes. And I knew that. I knew in my gut. But I feel like in life, we all have these moments where we know what we stand for. And then we're in a situation that kind of challenges our, our values or makes us second guess ourselves. And I was like, oh my gosh, Robin, I was sitting in the car and I was like, okay, I could, maybe I could do it their way for a while and, yeah, and then try it the my talk, way. Yeah. All the things. What yeah, and, do you do? Oh my gosh. So oh. <laughs> walking into the QEC building. Um, uh, so first of all, you'll probably find this funny because you are such a TV pro. Um, but I thought I knew how I was going to produce my 10 minutes. Right. <laughs> so I, I was like, I so I was feeling so much pressure that, you know, in that rental car sitting there between praying and crying, I had written out like how I was going to produce my 10 minutes. And I was going to do, you know, this demonstration on my hand and all these things. So I walk into the, the QVC building for that, that 10 minute shot and you get to meet with the host right before. Yeah. Um, and I said to her, okay, here's what I'd like to do. And she's like, well, thank you so much, but here's what we're going to do. <laughs> and she like scrapped all my stuff. And I was like, okay. And I had to trust her because, you know, they're, they're such pros. But I remember being in this moment going, oh my gosh, 
I have no control here. So I start praying in that moment. And I also knew like, okay, I can't, like, I can't make this about me. I have one shot. How do I make this about my bigger, my bigger mission? Um, but I remember walking into that studio and there's the, um, the clock, the big clock on yes. the floor that has started at 10 minutes. Man, and, and it then goes there's the so cameras. fast. It goes faster than most clocks, doesn't it? <laughs> yes, it goes so fast. And you know what I learned right before is, um, cause I knew if I didn't hit the sales goal, we wouldn't come back and I'd probably go bankrupt. But I learned right before that just because I got that one 10 minute segment to go live on TV to hundred million homes. Uh, if we weren't hitting numbers like a minute or two in, they cut your <gasps> minute. So you might be like a minute or two in. And if you're, if it's not working, you might see your clock jump down to two minutes and you know, oh. like, yeah. And you know, you just, so I was like, okay. So I was like, they told so you I that learned, right before they told you that right before you started. It, yeah. Not the second before, but that week. Yeah. I learned oh, okay. that week that you're not guaranteed. Yeah. And so I was like, okay. And so I was out there and I remember that the 10 minute clock started and it was like nine fifty nine, nine fifty eight, And I was just, and I thought, okay, the host was amazing. And she like carried the whole thing. Thank goodness. Um, cause I wasn't nervous for TV at all, but it was like the weight of the yes. company. Um, going out of business. And I had tried to do this demonstration on my hand. I practiced it in my bathroom mirror a million times where I show our concealer and then like the two best-selling department store ones. And I bend my wrist to show how they start creasing and cracking ours yeah, doesn't. Yeah. And I had practiced this so many times. Meanwhile, all of a sudden I'm live and my hand's like this. Oh. And I'm trying to show it because I'm it's shaking like a leaf, right? Like Scooby-Doo in the cartoon when he sees a ghost. And oh I'm like, it's God. like shaking. And the host was like, she grabbed my hand and she's like, thank you, sugar. And she put it under and then she took over. And I remember the moment my my um, bright red before and after uh, shot came up with my bare face on national TV. And we went to all the models, all ages and shapes and sizes. Um, and at the 10 minute, it was like one minute left. The host was uh, saying the deep shades almost gone and the tan shades almost. And I'm like, <gasps> and then I remember right at the 10 minute mark, the big sold out sign um, came up across the screen. I know and I start crying on TV. And then my husband comes running in the double doors of the studio. And, you know, they cut and went to like Vitamix or Dyson yeah. bathroom or something. And I'm like crying i'm like real women have spoken oh. and he's like we're not going bankrupt I and then it. it was the and that one airing turned into five that year so we got invited back um oh. and then 101 the year after that and then i did 250 live shows a year uh, myself for eight years oh. on qvc and and we we grew the largest beauty brand in qvc's history and it oh. is at this moment right now um and i just share that because for three years it was a no and you're not the right fit for us or our customers. And oh. then, and then it was like the right, the right timing happened. Oh. And, you know, whoever's listening right now, who's going through a season of rejection, a season of, you know, cause I had the gut feeling. We talk about our gut, I had yes. the gut feeling I'm supposed to be on QVC. And then they kept saying no. <gasps> so when you feel your gut, just like Robin said, and the best, you said it so beautifully. It's like, I've, I think our knowing is always right, yes. you know, and it's hard to keep that faith in it when we don't see proof around us. Right. Cause I kept yes. having this knowing we're supposed to be on QVC and then they kept saying no to me <laughs> for oh. three years. And so, you know, it's, um, 
it's just, I don't know, anyone who needs this reminder today, it's like, I think, I think our gut is more powerful than anyone else's advice. I think so too. You know, one thing I will add to that too, because you have just driven it home as far as I'm concerned. I listen to my gut and then there is a Bible verse that I have framed on my vanity that I read every morning and every night. And I truly believe that combined with what I believe in my gut and in my heart, and it probably comes also because of this Bible verse, but it's Luke 1, chapter 45. It's, blessed is she who has believed that the Lord would fulfill his promise to her. Now, what I take from that Bible verse is, I believe and I trust that what is put before me is what the Lord has decided I deserve and is what will fulfill me. So you really believed in the message you needed to give and you went with it. Also, that host was the one that you were supposed to be with. Mm. Don't you believe that? How many shows after that were you paired with that host? Okay, so this is the craziest story. I've never shared this, by the way, doing doing press for the book or anything, but um, to share with you about that host. So... Uh, after, so, so taking a step back after the three years of hearing no from QVC, how we finally got a yes um, was I was at this big trade show. There was over 6,000 women there in the beauty industry and the, the QVC had a big booth there. And yeah, I was standing at my three foot table, uh-huh, right. Trying to demonstrate uh-huh. my product and you're not allowed to leave your three foot table. That's right. And the hope is by demonstrating your product that, that all of the women there will vote on it. Maybe you'll win an award or get picked yes. up by a retailer. And isn't it true and that the my- requirements for that table are so exact and, and you have, yes. yes. Oh, it's crazy. It's crazy. I'm sorry. I interrupted. Go ahead. <laughs> yeah, no, you're right. And you're, and you're, and you're not allowed to leave your table and all that. And Anyhow, one of the women who walked by happened to be that QVC host and she tried the product. And meanwhile, I kept looking at the big QVC booth in the background. I didn't recognize her at first. And, and I ended up sneaking away, meeting a buyer at the QVC, you know, trying to pour pitch to her to carry, to give us a shot. And she was lovely and gave me her card, but I didn't know if a meeting would ever happen. Meanwhile, I go back to my booth at this, this big trade show. And about an hour later, that this QVC host came up to me. Her name's Lisa Mason, and she introduced herself. And she said, uh, I want to let you know I'm a QVC show host, and I think your concealer is amazing. I think our QVC gals at home would love it. And I want to let you know I just went over to the buyer, and I told her about your product. And I looked at her, and she didn't know I was down to $100,000 in my bank account, right? I looked at her. And tears start streaming down my face. Oh. I don't cry that often. It's going to sound like I cry a lot. But I was just like, a tear started streaming down. And she goes, oh, honey, honey, like, I have no power. I can't, like, I just want to let you know. I think I oh. freaked her out. She goes, I just want to let you know. I, I think your concealer is amazing. And I told the buyer. So, Robin, this is the craziest God story. So <gasps> I talk a lot in the book, by the way, about not just self-doubt and body doubt, but I also talk about God doubt and how <gasps> how I handled that and then how I know for sure that he's real. And I think I, I used to pray and doubt he was real anyway. And I talk about how I got through that. And anyhow, you know, she ended up being paired with me for the launch. Exactly what you just said. Yes. She was supposed to be the host yes. that carried me through that launch. And then not too long after we launched on QVC, which was September of 2010, um, she retired from QVC. And so we stayed on. And, you know, now many, many years later um, had built the, the biggest brand in QVC's history. And I just felt like I've got to call her and thank her. Like she loved our concealer so much. Right. I reached out to her and I called her. 
I said, I just want to thank you. You have changed my life. We now have over a thousand employees. You, you know, because you loved our concealer that day so much, you've changed our life. And here's what she said to me, Robin. She said, I do love your concealer, but that's not why I went up to you that day. She was like, I was walking that trade show. And she goes, God clearly said to me, go help that young girl. And she goes, all I did was listen. And just like chills, right? And I just, there's so many stories like that. When I went through the, you know, this season, um, I had someone say to me, like, you know, I shared I shared with someone, a therapist, actually, first time I've seen a therapist in my life. And I talk about the story in the book of finally sharing to my therapist, like, I, I'm starting to doubt God exists. And I pray, but I'm questioning it. And and she said something to me that that changed my life. She says, well, if you think that, you know, maybe God created the whole universe, what makes you think he can't handle your doubt? I'm like, what do you mean? She goes, tell him you doubt him and ask him to prove you wrong. And so that started this multi-year journey where every time I would pray, no joke, this is going to be embarrassing to admit this to you, but at the end of, but we are telling about secrets. Okay. At the end of praying, I would, you know, pray for someone's health or some, whatever was going on. And I would say, and by the way, God, I'm doubting you exist. So can you please show up and prove me wrong beyond a shadow of a doubt in some way so that I know for sure? Yes. And I said that prayer for years. And then and then these kind of things started happening. So that QVC host sharing with me years later, out of the blue, why she came up to me that day is just one of a lot of stories that have that for me have helped kind of bring my faith journey to where it is. So yeah, this whole book, self-doubt, body doubt, God doubt. And how oh. to build a, a company and launch your dream. Lots of stuff in there. <laughs> what you just shared, it was so beautiful. Truly, I have tears in my eyes and my, again, body chills. But I just want the listeners to know that if you were as moved as I was by what you just shared, that is everything in this book. I'm holding your book in my hand. Believe it. How to go from underestimated to unstoppable. And from page one to the very last page, it is just, again, page after page of those stories. And I hope you know what a difference this book is going to make for everyone out there because it's so relatable and it is so moving and so inspirational and it can't help but give everyone hope. It's a beautiful story. It's a beautiful book. And congratulations on your success. You deserve it. Well, thank you. Yeah, I mean, I really... Um... I think especially now more than ever, <laughs> everyone really needs that reminder again of, you know, to hope again and dream again and yes. believe in the power of their own dreams. So many of us have just gone through a hard year and a hard season and, and that's continuing, but I, I think that it is possible. I think everyone has a light inside of them. I think it's possible to reignite oh. our own light and, you know, go from not believing in ourselves to believing in ourselves. Uh -huh. And and, and I think, you know, if this book can help, you know, each and every person in some small way, like break through that barrier of self-doubt and, and, and just, you know, really step into the person they're born to be. That's really why I wrote it. And, um, you know, I'm donating a hundred percent of the proceeds and hundred percent of my author royalties, um, oh. to feeding America and together rising. Uh, I'm literally just doing this because I believe like together, we're, we're all in this together. And when we share our oh. stories, I think that's really how we, how we connect. Um, wow. you know what I mean? And how we know we're not alone and how we know like, Oh, okay, this is possible for me or, Oh, this is how she got oh. through that. I'm going to channel that energy and I'm going to 
just go full speed ahead or, you that, know, we're, we're all in this together. So That is amazing. You know, there are a lot of people out there that have struggled to get where they are to succeed. And once they get there, I feel that a lot of them would just continue to just go on they, and not give back and not write a book like you have to inspire others. They would just celebrate their success as they deserve to after working so hard. But you've written this book for others. And now you say that you're giving 100%. Say that again, just in case someone yeah. missed it. Yeah. So giving a hundred percent of the proceeds, but also a hundred, just a hundred percent of my author royalties. So it's every penny <laughs> to, uh, to feeding America and also to together rising. And yeah, no, I'm inspired. And I, I know you're right. I think a lot of people, if they had like a big business success, they'd be on a beach sipping pina coladas, which is fun by the way. <laughs> I'm all for that. Um, but you well, know, I think, you know, one, one final thought just to share too, is that and I, I have a whole chapter in here on an experience I went through, um, even with Mean Girls, which is was interesting. Um, when when I finally started having success, not everyone loved it, and so going through that journey was interesting to watch how sometimes people want to compete with you or tear you down. And in this journey, I realized fully, clearly. Um, that I'm not here to, you know, to ever compete with any of us. None of us, yes. I believe none of us are here to compete with anyone else. I think we're here to compete with who we know uh -huh. uh, we're born capable of becoming, yes. right? And, and, and for me, I think of it as who we know God made us capable of becoming. And, and so I still know I'm not there yet. I'm nowhere there yet. And, and so, and so right now laying on a beach, I would feel like, oh, like, I, I don't want to waste anything. And I just feel like everything that I went through and especially the setbacks and the rejection and the nose and the, all of that, I just feel like it's all worth it yes. when, when, you know, it can hopefully be used to inspire someone else to, to know it's not personal to them and, yes. and it shouldn't ever, um, they should never, it should never cause when someone tells you no, or you're not enough, it's, it's not when you stop and quit. That's, That's right. Like when you look your faith, you know, your, yes. your faith or your fear or whatever, straight in the eye, but keep your faith bigger than it and you keep going. So, God bless you. Yeah. I just have to say, just God bless you. And you're right. You're just getting started. You've overcome a huge obstacle in your life and, and it's not going to be the only one. And you have given yourself the ability to, to recognize the power you have within yourself and why stop now and lay on a beach, correct? <laughs> nah, I'll do it occasionally. It sounds fun. Yeah. I, like Bob Goff reminded me of the Mickey Mouse watch. I probably do need to have a little more fun. <laughs> That's uh, right. And maybe have but, a drink um, once in a while. So on that note, I think it's time for me to share with you. I do two things with every podcast. It's become something that I started up with the first one, the drink of the day. So we here at I've Got a Secret create a drink of the day focused on our guest and for our topic. So this, sadly, because we're doing this virtually, we can't have this and share this together. But I'm going to share it with the listeners on behalf of you and our topic. So this drink of the day is called It Girl. <laughs> so I love it. I know, and I'm showing it to you. And for all of the listeners, they can go on I've Got a Secret with RobinMcGraw.com and they can get a look at the drink and they'll see the recipe. This It Girl drink consists of one fourth cup freshly squeezed grapefruit juice, 
five to six sprigs of fresh thyme, one teaspoon of honey, and chilled Prosecco. Remove the thyme leaves from the stem and add to a cocktail shaker. Then add in grapefruit juice, honey, and ice. Shake for about 15 seconds. Strain into a glass, top with the Prosecco, and gently stir. Garnish with a fresh sprig of thyme and enjoy. So here it is. I'll say to you, cheers. And maybe one day when we have a chance to be together, which I hope is going to be very soon, I'll prepare this for the two of us and we'll have it together. Oh my goodness. I would love that so much. And that sounds so good. It does sound good, good. doesn't it? So this is a new drink called the It Girl. (laughs) It Girl. I love it. Now I'm dying to talk about your two precious children. What wonder and wilder. First, let me just say those names are just too cute and their <laughs> photos are even cuter. Can you Aww. tell us about a little bit about them? And congratulations. You have a, a little, a new little one too in your life, right? Oh, you know what? She's due any day. Oh, do any day. Okay. okay. Any day. Do you know? I, th- I just I thought she's arrived. I thought oh. you're, I, I thought, okay. <gasps> I have day. chills. I have chills all over. She's due any day. Her due date is Valentine's day. But we feel like, we just feel like in our hearts, she's going to come. Discover why critics are calling Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes, the best film of the franchise. What a wonderful day! It's a jaw-dropping spectacle that demands to be seen on the biggest screen possible. We need to go. Hang on. It is our time. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Now playing only in theaters. Rated PG-13. Some material may be inappropriate for children under 13. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. The first page of a book never tells the full story. And those news alerts and headlines, like the ones we get on our phones, don't even scratch the surface of what the story is really all about. Stories are like people, multi-layered and complex. It takes some digging to find the truth, but when we find it, it can change our world. We like to dig. The news on Merritt Street, essential television. Maybe a little early, our fingers are crossed, but of course, we'll we'll be patient, but we have a little granddaughter, wow. a little granddaughter due yeah. any day, our third one. Yes. Are you excited? I'm so excited. I have to tell you, I, I've said this before, but I, I've always said I believed I was put on this earth to be a mother, a wife and mother, mm-hmm. of course, but being a grandmother, I feel like I'm in the dessert phase of my life. It's beautiful. I'm so happy. You know, it's funny. Our yeah, we have a daughter Wonder who's almost three, and then a little, a little, our little nugget, our little son Wilder who is nine months. Oh. Uh, and uh, the grandparents love them because there's like no rules with the grandparents. That's like, right. Like, I have to tell you, they've never heard me say no. <laughs> <laughs> it's so funny, but yeah, they are so sweet, and you know, it's um, it was a long journey. So so. You know, one of the things that I that I I hid and kept personal and never shared 
during this 10 year decade of building it cosmetics. Um, so the book in my book, believe it, it's the first time I've ever, I've, I'm ever sharing this, but in parallel to tr building this company, uh, my husband and I were, were trying to have uh, a baby and we went through 10 years of, of infertility and of oh, miscarriages and oh, so all sorry. kinds of stuff. Um, yeah, and, and, and we eventually um, decided to look into adoption and surrogacy and kind of, you know, and, and uh, one of the stories that I also share in the book that is really crazy is in my late 20s, I found out by accident that I was adopted, um, and, oh. and, and which is crazy. And because it's, it's wild, Robin, how my whole life I knew I wanted to adopt. So when I met my husband, I said, okay, are you open to adopting? And this is long before I knew I was adopted or we went through 10 years of not being able to conceive. But anyhow, yeah, it's a whole nother thing. I know oh. where it's at oh. <laughs> for the show, but I went through five years. I called uh, thousands and thousands of women trying to find my birth mom. And it's a whole long story. Anyhow, oh, I can't so, wait to hear uh, that so, one day. <laughs> after 10 years of going through this, this journey, we decided, okay, let's go full speed ahead with adoption and surrogacy. And, and we ended up, um, the surrogacy process went a lot faster um, than <gasps> the adoption process. And I was really scared to do surrogacy because I, you know, you, you sometimes, hear stories in the news or this or that. And I just yes. thought like, you know, and what it really came down to was I think my whole life, I'd kind of always been a lone wolf or thought like, oh, I can do it on my own. I, you know, I don't need to depend on anyone else. And, and it felt so scary to think about um, depending on someone else. We went through the process and I actually, it's funny, I talk about just the whole journey because oh. the, in the, in the book as well with what happened with the surrogacy agency and how we found one and what we did and how it all worked out. But the first time I ever met um, our surrogate and her um, husband, she has five kids of her own. Oh. She loves being pregnant. And she said her whole life, she felt called to do this for a family that couldn't, oh. uh, couldn't conceive. And she, you know, ended up in the whole journey becoming a dear friend of mine and oh. our families are now really close. Oh. And I, you know, it's so funny how big lessons come out of things that we think are, are real hardships, but because, you know, I went through and the process this way, I didn't want to, I wanted uh -huh. to do it all on my own. Uh -huh. Um, but what I realized in this whole journey of surrogacy and having our daughter wonder and all the things, and then, and then our son Wilder, um, oh. I realized like, oh, life isn't meant to do alone. Yes. <laughs> I realized oh, yes. that you know, by needing to depend on another woman um, and her family and my family and going through this journey, I thought my whole life that that me doing things independent as, as a lone wolf was like this badge of honor. I don't need to count on anyone. And I realized that at the deepest level, it was really just a deep-seated fear I had that I wasn't worthy of other people showing up for. And I realized, oh, like sometimes independence isn't a badge of honor. Being a lone yes. wolf isn't a badge of honor. It can come from such a deeper issue. And and I healed through through the process of realizing this and and realized, oh, I need to shift my own perspective. And um, because life isn't meant to do alone. And by the way, that's one of the reasons I love your podcast and your show is because like uh, we're we're all in this together. You know, we you. we're here yeah. for each other. And the gift you received from that life lesson was your daughter and your son. What a what a beautiful, beautiful payoff, I guess. What a beautiful, I call them a payoff, but what a beautiful gift for you 
And you want to know what's funny is like now I go, oh, I've been CEO of a big, 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 big company. And I've been a mom. Being a mom is way harder. <laughs> Being a mom is, it? is way harder. Way more beautiful and more fulfilling and That's way right. harder. And way harder because there's no day off. There's no sick day. There's no, there's nothing. It's 24 seven. And for the rest of your life, and thank heavens it is, you know, going back to your cosmetics and your concealer and when you got started and God bless you for doing that, because I can totally relate to your rosacea and that kind of thing, because I am on camera and HD and such, but I've always done my own makeup for the camera and it's a scary thing. And I don't have perfect skin. I have what I call problem skin. I inherited folliculitis from my mother. And it's not rosacea, but it's the skin issue. So that's one reason why I was so excited to speak with you today, because I can totally relate to what it's like sometimes to have to be in front of the camera and have to deal with skin issues and need something that works. So God bless you for going into your living room and sitting down and (laughs) creating Uh. the IT Cosmetics. Well, I love that you share that too, right? Because I, yeah, I used to walk into grocery stores. They'd be like, are you sunburned? Are you feeling okay? And, you know, I think the more we share these things again, even, even more so for women that never will wear makeup, just for them to feel free and, and not alone in this stuff. Like, you know, it's, it's so common and it's beautiful. I mean, I'm to the point now where I've, I wear no makeup as many days as I wear makeup and I have literally just made the decision. My rosacea is beautiful. And it's like yes. the most freeing thing ever. <laughs> yes, so I, that's, a, that's a wonderful idea to just accept it as it is, because I agree with you. I have to wear so much makeup that sometimes I'll forget that I've been in front of the camera and I stop somewhere else on the way home or go somewhere, whatever. I'm around someone. I'll forget that I have so much on and then I'll, I'll catch them kind of looking at me. And I know they're probably thinking, wow, what's she hiding from? <laughs> Nothing. Oh, I, whoa, whoa, whoa. No, I don't usually wear this much makeup. I've been in front of the camera. I actually do the same thing. If I'm not going to be in front of the camera at the studio or something, I take off all the makeup. But I am not so brave that I would not put on my makeup for the camera. I mean, I have actually not put as much on, but no, I'm going to cover up the flaws. But your concealer, I will say this. I will put that on because when I have a flare up from the folliculitis, I do feel like actually I need to cover it just to keep it from becoming more inflamed. Do you ever feel that way with the rosacea? Yeah, I know exactly what you're saying. I use the concealer just as the only thing. And I was going to ask you, do you have a story from a customer whose life you've impacted with your makeup? Yeah, you know, when I did start finally going on QVC a lot, what ended up happening, Robin, were those like those stories were everything. I print them out, you know, whether it's just a DM on Instagram or an email the customer wrote or a letter they mailed in. And I always had a stack of them uh, because, you know, what did start happening, which was a huge blessing, which is it, QVC is, you know, live 24 seven. Um, and so for so many years, I, uh, would get start getting today's special values and things like that. So you walk in the studio and not leave for 36 hours. And yes. so I would take little cat naps in between, try to take cat naps, in but then it'd be show after show, after show, after show, after show. And my nature was asking for more shows. And <laughs> I was like, <laughs> yes. you know, I always felt like it was such a gift to be there that I was yes. like, Oh, if, if another brand missed, like, like their flight got canceled, they couldn't make it to the studio in time. I'm like, can I have another show? You're like, Like, I'm here. Let's do it. Put me in coach. Let's do it. (laughs) 
yeah, put me in coach. <laughs> it was just like that. And for so long, but sometimes I would burn myself out and just feel so exhausted from either no sleep or from my own ambition. Um, and I would rely on those stories, those customer letters of women saying like, oh, I feel beautiful for the first time ever, or the first time in a long time. Um, or, oh, I had the confidence to, you know, put myself up on a dating website now, or, um, you know, just, just stories. And, and it's funny because there's a lot of product stories. Of course, the product changed my life, but it was really the, 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 the personal stories. Um, one of my favorite, our most popular models for years on QVC, uh, Helen, who's in her seventies, and she's single. So she would actually, and she gave me her blessing when we'd be on these live shows, but sometimes she would talk about uh, how she's on Match. and then all the, all the websites. Uh, yes. Yeah, all of them. And she would share crazy dating stories and, and how like guys in their 70s or 80s, some of them still lie. And like she was <laughs> all the things, right? Just so funny. Um, and, and so I would get customer letters saying, oh my gosh, you sharing Helen's story. I'm now on the dating websites oh. and I have confidence because you guys are sharing, you know, all the things. And so I would keep those stories. I still do. I still do. And I think those things are so great just to remind us of why we're doing what we're doing, you know, oh, and impact that we're, that, that we're all making and everything we're doing in our lives. So. Oh, I just love it. Again, I just want all of the listeners to know that if you want to be inspired, if you don't believe that your dream is possible, pick up Believe It, How to Go from Underestimated to Unstoppable by Jamie Kern Lima founder of It Cosmetics, because it really will change your life. And I have been truly moved by your book. And I just think that you're an amazing woman. And I just love that we've been able to spend this time together. Is there anything else about the book you want the listeners to know? Oh, thank you, Robin. Well, you're an amazing woman. And oh, it's an you. honor to be to be here with you and, and be on your show. And, you know, I, I just want everyone to know this book is really for you if you if you know deep down inside that you're made for more, right? Whether it's to give more or create more or, or go after a dream or start painting again or, you know, apologize to a friend, whatever it is, you know, deep down inside you're, you're made for more, but you still doubt yourself anyways. Um, this book is for you. It's, it's really for every person who, who struggles with self-doubt and who's sick and tired of it oh, <laughs> and who wants that. to go, you know, yes. on that, on that journey, uh, yes. you know, uh, full speed ahead of believing in yourself and, yes. and trusting and yourself it, and don't you agree knowing you're enough. It's not just for someone out there who wants to create a business. It's right. someone out there who wants to create the life they know they're meant to live. Exactly. Because I think when we really learn to believe in ourselves and trust ourselves, and that impacts every area of our lives too, yes. you know, from, from our business to going after our dreams uh-huh. to um, our own relationships and uh-huh. our own joy every day. Yes. So now, Jamie, we've come to the second consistent thing I do in every podcast. Like I said, I do two things with everyone. One was drink of the day. Now we do a game of the day. How do you like playing games? So I know you do this game of the day, and it's the only part I'm nervous for, but I'm excited because I'm going to be like Bob Goff and have even more fun. (laughs) I love playing games. I love playing games and it's going to be fun. I promise you. Okay. Okay, So this game is called, I've got a secret pyramid. Mm. So it's kind of like 
a knockoff of my favorite game on TV. So you're familiar with the pyramid game, right? A little bit. Okay. Well, I'll explain it well, so you won't have a problem. So, well, this is my version of the game. So each number on the board is a category. You're going to pick one by one. I'm going to read clues, and you have 30 seconds to guess the answers. We have one of my staff members here to time us. And so these are things associated with makeup. You can pick a card, and I'm going to give the description, and you're going to tell me what it is. And you have 30 seconds to get through these. I'm nervous and excited. Okay. Okay. Start the timer. These are things associated with makeup, gel, cream, foam, micellar, and bar. Cleanser, cleanser, cleanser. Pre-moistened, good for on the go. If you use these, be sure to follow up with a second cleanse. Wipes or towelettes. Yes, yes. Use these to apply toner or get excess makeup off. Uh, They sometimes vary in shape. Cotton pads. Yes, yes. Yes. That was good. Okay. This is fun. Do you do game nights at your house a yes. lot? Do you guys yes. do game nights? Oh, it's so yes. good. Yes. So fun. Scrabble, Yahtzee. And I have to tell you, Philip gets so nervous. I win all the time. <laughs> do you? Okay. This category is, let's get technical. Name these popular skincare devices. All right. Ooh. Start the timer. These masks help reduce acne and produce collagen. Plug it in to receive its benefits. Plug it in to receive um, LED masks. LED. No, let's see. What color is a candy cane? Red. Oh, red light therapy. Yes, yes. Micro currents help rejuvenate your face and neck by toning, lifting, and reducing wrinkles. What's this? Oh, goodness. Um, Not old, but new. (laughs) It's a new Um, face facial. Oh my goodness. Will you tell me the answer? Because I bet you I even know the founder of that. Okay. New face facial toning device. Yes. New face. Yes. I knew it. Oh my gosh. Okay. Robin, behind the scenes at QVC, you meet thousands of brand founders. I know the founders of new face. They're going to like be so embarrassed for me. Oh my gosh. Okay. Okay. So we have number two and four left. Which one do you want? Okay. I'll go with four. Okay. Your category is jingle jangle. What are these makeup brands? Start the timer. Because you're worth it. L'Oreal. Yes. Maybe she's born with it. Maybelline. Yes. All ages, all races, all sexes. Oh, that's someone's tagline? No. Let's see. Um, it, I would say every brand, hopefully. What's, what's, the, what's the thing kids all love to eat? And cheese. Oh, Mac. Is that Max? Max? Yes. yes. Oh, all ages, nice. all races, all sexes. It's you so got funny. All I know yours. them as MAC Makeup Artist Cosmetics, but that's good. I love yeah. that, that, that yeah. tagline. That should be okay. every brand for sure. Okay. So we have one left. Okay. Category is top tools. Describe these Ooh. makeup applicators. Okay. All right. Traditionally pink, egg-shaped, and sponge. Ah, uh, Beauty Blender. Yes. I had her on the podcast. She's a doll. Oh, okay. Nice. I never met her. I would love oh, to. Oh, okay. you would love her story too. It's just like yours. She's amazing. Oh, nice. Oval Six, Flat Top Kabuki, Heavenly Lux. Brush, makeup brush. Artiste. Yep. Um, yeah. Foundation blush. Brush. I'm sorry. Yes. yes. Okay. Here's the last one. 
adds volume and shape without heat. Hold this tool between your index and thumb. Volume to, oh, volume without heat. Oh, may, eyelash curler? Yes. Eyelash curler? Yeah. <laughs> you think this is a help? <laughs> <laughs> yes. Video advantage. <laughs> okay. Okay. So that's the end of our game. I thought that was quite fun. That was fun. I'm so impressed with your team that did all this homework for all those great those great questions, too. I am, too. I think we owe a big thank you to Rachel and Kristen and Rosa. They worked really hard today. And we also have Eric behind the scenes. <laughs> Thank you, guys. So what a fun time this was. I wish I could talk with you all day, Jamie. Oh, thank you so much. This was a lot of fun. A oh. lot of fun. Thank you for doing this for everyone, too. Well, thank you, know? you. Thank you so much. Everyone for doing needs this. connection and inspiration right now. That's exactly right. And I am so impressed by what you've already accomplished. And I just know that 2021 is going to bring big things for you and it cosmetics. Can you tell the listeners how to find you online? Yeah. So, you know, I'm mostly on Instagram at Jamie Kern Lima. And then also um, for my website, Believe It uh, book. So the book's called Believe It and the website's believeit.com. And um, we have tons of free gifts and stuff there to celebrate the launch of the book too, for anyone who decides to pick it up anywhere it's sold. So yeah, believe it.com. And then at Jamie Kernlima on Instagram and, and Facebook. And I can't wait to hear what everyone thinks about the book and just, you know, sharing your own stories and, and all of that. So I'm, I'm so excited and thank you for also just letting me share this amazing moment in my life with you, Robin, and with everyone in your community. So I'm so excited. Well, you are so welcome. I just really appreciate this time. And can you just one more time tell us when and where to buy your book? Yeah, so Believe It um, launches, you know, officially February 23rd is the official launch date. Um, and you can buy it anywhere it's sold. So uh, independent bookstores and um, Amazon and Barnes & Noble and Target and uh, all those places. And then um, uh, called, it's called Believe It. And then on believeit.com, the book's website, if you do pick it up anywhere and you head to the website, um, you can get a bunch of free stuff. So I did a 95-page action plan that te- kind of teaches you how to implement all the lessons from the book into your real life. Um, and we're giving away that for free in wow. celebration of the book launch. Um, and I did a whole course, the whole video course called Becoming Unstoppable, how to overcome the things holding you back. And we're just giving that for free as well for anyone who picks up the book around the, the launch celebration. And so, wow. yeah, this is a big, um, a big moment. And I'm just, yeah, I'm, I'm excited. And so believeit.com is, is perfect for, for the book. And you can just pick it up anywhere books are sold. Well, that's amazing. Free gifts with the purchase of this book. And don't forget all of the profits of the sales of this book. Go to Feeding America and tell us again, where else? Yes. And Together Rising. Yeah, there's two charities. So yeah. yeah, That's so wonderful. You're amazing. You're just an amazing woman. And I just love you. I love everything you stand for. Thank you so much. And Secret Squad, if you like this week's episode, make sure to rate and send a review and visit I've Got a Secret with RobinMcGraw.com for behind the scenes photos, blogs, and drink of the day recipes. Bye-bye.